Hello, and welcome to episode 32. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link, and to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Changing up our, I can't say it, story time, quarantine time. Quarantine yeah, I'm, I'm out time. of stories. <laughs> My life to, isn't that, isn't that a... Uh, entertaining i mean like i have stories but i feel like i like them a lot and other people are like why <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so this topic is actually one that you suggested because it was your go-to last week Mm-hmm. and you took my <laughs> advice apparently and i got binged into it. it in a day and a half yeah oh so. wow Yes. That's a lot. Yes. So, so you're probably a little bit more fresh on the details than I am even. Um, yeah, it was last week or last. Yeah. I think I finished it like Friday or Thursday. So if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, which you should, um, Jake's go to was the new show on Netflix, Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. And because of his go to, I decided to also go and watch it and ended up, like I said, binging it in little little less than 72 hours that's dedication it is did you and leave your couch those are pretty long episodes they're like hour-long episodes yeah i uh um was baking a pie for your mother's birthday so in mm. between like when i needed things to set and like refrigerate and bake i would watch the episode in the kitchen mm-hmm. so i didn't oh, feel as bad <laughs> and then okay. Um, once I got really hooked, because that took most of the day, I buckled in to bed and watched it, and then I watched it until about 2 a.m. Yikes. <laughs> the cliffhangers are just, like, when you have access to the next episode, why are you w- waiting? Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't feel bad. I have no reason to get up the next morning. Right. Especially like, now. No. Exactly. So, like... Yeah. Oh, I feel no guilt. And I'm no, actually sad that it's only one season because I have nothing to do now and nothing to watch. Yeah, I think I need to make a rule for my life that I don't let myself watch shows that only have one season. Mm-hmm. Because it's not really any better than just watching it like Live. like the old days yeah. when when shows used to be on the actual TV. Which not um, on Netflix. I just got done, so season five of Outlander was, like, live. You know, they're, like, releasing one every week. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. I was watching it um, on Stars, and it, like, it may, it doesn't really do anything different to me. Maybe because we grew up with that. Like, Hulu does that now where they release one episode a week with some certain shows. And I'm just like, ooh, got something to look forward to this day. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because, like, what do you do, what do you do uh, with the rest of your time if you're not um, watching? Like, I don't, I've never been the kind of person that has, like, multiple shows that I'm watching at a time. Oh, I am. It's, like, one thing. So, like, when I get, uh, like, I've decided that I needed to start a show that 
only I watch by myself because mm-hmm. I keep we keep like Lauren and I keep starting these shows that we both really like, mm-hmm. but then like we can't watch them in the absence of the other person because yep. that's like against relationship rules yep. or something. It is. Uh, I haven't read the rule book, but I think it's in there somewhere. It is. And uh, so I there's a there's a, a reasonable number of evenings where like we can't hang out or whatever. Or she works a night or something, and uh, I'm stuck watching, like, The Office or something. Yep. And I was watching The Community for a while, but um, that show is really only good for, like, a season. And oh, after, Stefan's after, into it right now. After, like, the first two seasons, it, it really goes downhill, in my Uh-oh. opinion. Forewarned, um, Stefan. Especially, the yeah, a little bit of spoilers. The last season is, is pretty hard to watch in, <laughs> in some ways. Um. But yeah, so I, I started watching, I, I like, you know, to watch dramas and kind of mystery-ish mm-hmm. show or things that keep me thinking. So I started watching Longmire this week, mm-hmm. this week, which was a recommendation from a friend of mine. But uh, yeah, Outer Banks was one of those shows that Lauren and I watched together. And it was like, there was like a couple times where we couldn't watch it and I was like itching to yeah. get the next episode. Yeah. So me and Ashley are watching The Vampire Diaries right now. And I know everyone gives me crap. And I was one of those people that I was like, that's a stupid show. And I stand by that because some parts are very stupid, like (laughs) the acting and some of the things I'm just like, this is so stupid. But I'm hooked and I'm just letting it be what it is. But I can't watch it when Ashley's not home. And I'm going to tell you, I'd be done with that show by now if I was if we didn't have to watch it together. I've been done in a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've I've been known to watch entire seasons of shows on like a Saturday. Yeah. I think I can't remember what day it was. I think it man. What it is was some time? some day some day <laughs> I watched an entire season of community and it was like a weekday. Yeah. <laughs> I like sat down. It was strange. Like for some reason it felt really odd for me to like go from my desk straight to the couch. <laughs> And just watch five hours of Netflix. Because <laughs> I, like, I don't usually do that. Like I usually find something else to do than just sit and watch Netflix, at least recently. But I don't know. It was needed, but the community is just like not really thought-provoking in any way. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, so, I felt kind of dirty about it. but <laughs> Jake and I are very different because... I can, like I said, sit and watch a TV show for 72 hours straight and, like, not even bat an eye. Oh, I mean, I can if it's engaging. Yeah. You know, like, I used to watch, I watched all of Breaking Bad in a week. But that's, like, another show that if you have the ability to go from one cliffhanger right into the next episode, why would you torture yourself? Stefan does that. He's like, hmm, this is a good stopping point. I'm like, no, it's not. It's in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. They don't write shows like that to have good stopping points. Ashley and I have been doing this thing where when, because we're on the the final season of The Vampire Diaries, so like every episode is a major cliffhanger. Right. So it's usually like 1130 at night and she goes to work the next day. And we do this thing where we're like, we just have to watch the first like five minutes of the next episode to know. And then we watch the whole episode. (laughs) You can't do that. I can't like, uh, I can't start episodes and then not finish them. Yeah. Like just, we have, we have some friends that said that they had like been leaving episodes like halfway in the middle because they needed to go to bed. I'm like, your sleep is not that important. 
No. Or like they at least care about their sleep a lot more than I do because no, I, I will finish sure the episode don't. and like probably watch another one. Yep. If I need to. But uh, <laughs> so let's dive into this a little bit. So uh, full disclosure, we're not going to I don't think we're going to go through the plot like too detailed, but we're also not going to make any attempt to hide any spoilers here. Yeah. Um, so if you have not seen the show Outer Banks, my biggest pet peeve of life is when people like on purpose ruin shows and ruin yeah. things for other people. I've had it happen to me on multiple occasions. I accidentally did it to someone once and I will never forgive myself for it. Like I still lose sleep over it. <laughs> and so I'm just warning everyone right now. This is your warning so that I have covered my ass morally that yeah. I can rest easy. If you haven't seen it yet and you intend to stop listening to this podcast right now, finish it and then come back, come back. and then you can see if your opinions agree with ours. But yes. um, if you don't think you're going to watch it, then that's up to you. But you can't then get mad at along. me for... Yeah, you can't yeah. get mad at us for spoiling spoiling it if you're making that decision right now. It's only 10 episodes, so really you could do it in a weekend or, you know, three days and then come back and listen to us next right. week if you right. wanted to do it this weekend. Yeah, if you have nothing better to do. It's supposed to be kind of rainy in, yeah. in my neck of the woods this weekend, so, you know, perfect yeah, timing. Exactly. So what was your overall impression of the show Outer Banks? Okay. Just high level, what did you think? Um, like overall, I loved it and I've been recommending it to everybody off the bat. And I mean, I literally texted you right when I got done watching it and I said, OMG, this show was so good. Yep. So, um, I, it was kind of hard season or sorry, episode one is a little slow from, it was a little Mm -hmm. slow in the beginning, but most pilot episodes, which is like usually, you know, the first episode are slow because they're building Mm -hmm. that base of that, like. Uh, relationship with the characters they're setting up who they are what they're about and it's kind of I honestly when I first started watching it I watched the first episode before you said it was your Mm go-to because it was like on my you know Netflix like plays those things those shows I thought it was a documentary (laughs) are you serious so like I was watching the like preview and the way it's filmed and the way the character speaks I thought it was like a documentary about these four Mm. kids or this like community that they live in mm. and then i'm so watching you were, you were hooked right i away. was like let's do this but yeah. then i started watching it i'm like this is a weird vibe like i can't tell if it's a documentary or a show and so i stopped it like 20 minutes in i was doing my laundry while i was watching it, and i was like i can't get into this how can you watch shows and do things at the same time i don't know don't, <laughs> don't you like miss details are you the kind of person that will watch a show and then pause it and ask whoever you're with like to explain things no i hate that Me too. i pay attention to my shows but like but how, laundry i don't think you can Laundry's like mindless you were folding laundry yeah i was putting it away no, no that's okay all of my laundry's folded i can't I like guess. listen to shows i have to watch them i have oh. to sit down and like see what's it's happening a, it's an event for you yeah, well, because there's a lot that you can miss. There's some things that happen that you, they don't say. That's and true. And then you miss things, especially yeah. in shows like that where it's like, it's a treasure hunt show, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of secrets and mystery yeah. in it. You kind of got to be on your game. Right. In my opinion, anyway. But yeah. sorry, I'd keep going. So, I mean, that was it. Like, from the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm unsure. But then you were like, this is so good. I was like, it must get better because Jake is picky about his shows. I am. So I was like, it must get better. And I'm glad I stuck with it because 
even episode one, like after you get past the first like 30, 40 minutes, the end, yeah. like that cliffhanger at the end of episode one, you're like, oh, poop, I'm stuck in this show I'm now. I'm stuck now. You have yeah. to see then how it like ends right. from episode one. Yeah. I, I always kind of have a rule that I'll give a show like at least two, mm-hmm. usually max of three episodes before I can decide if I'm going to like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, I don't know, like the first 20 pages of a book, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be able to know if, if you like it or not. I don't read, so I had to make a new rule. <laughs> Uh, applying I can't to shows. Read, so. so usually, yeah, I have very little tolerance for people when they say, oh, I couldn't even finish the first episode. Yeah. I'm like, how can you get into anything just by like right. the first 20 minutes of an hour long episode? That's just me. Um, yeah, my overall impressions, it was, I thought it was really great. Obviously, it was my go to of last week. Um, and we watched the entire thing in just a couple days. So um, I was pretty hooked from the beginning. Like, Lauren had suggested it to me that we start it. And I think like after the first episode, I don't know if she like wasn't feeling it. For some reason, she was like, we don't have to keep watching it if you don't want to. I was like, what? No. Yeah, we're going to keep watching. (laughs) I think it's because it's slow. That first episode, it really isn't in, in, it it wasn't really like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that mystery and allure and that like hook. Till like yeah. the last ten minutes, maybe. Right, but I could tell. I could tell from the beginning that there w- it was not going to be just like some Goonies treasure hunt. Yeah, a, you know there was like some substance to it. Yeah, and I'm very much about shows that like I can't figure out. Basically, once once like the big turn of this show happened, from then on, I kind of like could predict how things would go, mm-hmm. more or less. Um, but I really hate when shows like from the beginning are just like super predictable. That's why I mm-hmm. don't like like horror movies because mm-hmm. you know that they're going to go look for the ghost in the closet. It's like, why don't you just yep. leave? Like, just I leave. Hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the thing I liked the most about it was it kept me guessing for the most part. And there was a lot. Of, it was it was pretty dynamic. Like there was a lot of things yeah. going on between um, like him trying to figure out that what happened to his dad and then also like him trying to avoid child services, him being mm-hmm. John B., the main character. Um, there's a decent amount of, you know, romantic stuff going mm-hmm. on. Um, the dynamic between the two social classes is really interesting. So, like, there was a lot of opportunities for conflict, which mm-hmm. was kind of kind of overwhelming sometimes. Yes. Because you're just, like, they're about to make progress. And then some something from, like, Idiot. multiple <laughs> episodes ago would show up. Like, this drug de- dealer character. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> when I was first, th- there was a time where I was, like... Uh, after they stole his money or whatever, mm-hmm. I uh, he like didn't show up again for a while. Yeah, or like, and you're it like was oh, after, we're in the clear. It, it was after he stole like that gold nugget from them on the road. Mm-hmm. I was like, so is he just not coming back or like that? That's pretty lame. And then yeah. right as I was thinking that, <laughs> there he is. There he is, just like ruining the day. It's like, oh my gosh, now they have yeah, to deal with this. Yeah, it's so again. frustrating. But, but let's yeah. okay. So let the first episode it kind of sets that up that John B is the main character, and he has this group of friends, and they are what is the word that they are pogues? I could pogues. never, I could never catch that. And yep. uh, the upper class is a a coog. Coog. Okay. See, yeah, I I'm pretty sure it's coog because it sounds like a very derogatory term. For yeah, I almost just said it, and I was like, "That can't Vietnamese be it." People, I think, yeah, or Koreans. I don't know. Yeah, 
But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Cougs because one time my girlfriend said the derogatory word and I was like, I don't think that's it. That's right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> There's no way that it could possibly no. be. No. But yeah, the the poor class is the pogues and the rich kids are the cougs. Yeah. So yeah, John B is the in the the pogues and they run around. I mean, it's set up that like there is no authority, I guess, because his like that's like the first like scene is that he's like my dad's missing my legal guardian is my uncle and he's like gone and my mom left and so he's just like living on his own and he's like 16 yeah and i think that was another thing too when i first started watching it, i'm like ugh like that drives me nuts when tv shows are like teenage based and they just like erase the family dynamic just so that this kid can do crazy things because i'm like just make them an adult then just put them in an adult situation yeah but it did add like levels of yeah it was an it was an important an important part of the show i think yeah i would yeah i would not have enjoyed it if he was just like yeah i live by myself on this island that's just how it is i would have been like because it drove from the beginning (laughs) (laughs) it drove his motive his motive was never to find the treasure until like episode four his motive was to find his dad because he always believed his dad was alive and then it becomes i have to finish my dad's mission right so it was very much in his dna as a character I also just confirmed that it is kooks with a K. That's what, see, I was like, because they kept saying going. They sh- <laughs> I don't think they should have done that. I think they should have done something else. It's a little murky. It's a little, it's a little gray area. I think it's spelled differently, but it's it, still. That's definitely a word, right? Yeah. It, or it's, yeah, it's close. Yeah, I think it's spelled differently. Anyway. Um. So who was your favorite character? Um... Yeah, I go back and forth on this one. Uh, I will say that my favorite character was not John B. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't not like him. Yeah. And I, yeah, for the most part, I liked him. But I generally, there's a lot of times where I will, like, h- attach to, like, the supporting characters a lot mm-hmm. more than I will to, like, the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and forth a lot between JJ and Pope as my favorite characters. I cannot stand Pope. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's kind of annoying sometimes, but not no, what's the girl? Uh Key. Yeah. Kiara. She she really kinda irritated me. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of her. Pope was okay, but he was just like so overly cautious a lot that I was like, you do not have time for this. Yeah. Which I but, think it was just like being the outsider. But it was a balance. That was like yeah. he was the balance. Everyone had a specific role, like um, he was definitely the balance to JJ. JJ was like yes. the loose cannon, like very oh, much. Yeah. We'll just, I'm just going to do what I need to do, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. John B had a lot of those tendencies also, but it was yeah. never like, John B was like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do as long as it's what I want. Yeah. And JJ was like, I'm going to do what needs to be done no matter what, no matter right. who it's, you know. Right. Um, like who when it's for. JJ took the fall for sinking that guy's <sighs> boat. Man, that got me. I um, that I teared up. Yeah, but I because was because you I was, knew. I was very bummed when Pope uh, ran out on his interview for his scholarship. Me that too. To me, because then, like, it wasn't. It didn't. Do All him of any it was for nothing. Yeah. All of it was for nothing. But that's what season two is for. Yeah. So yeah. that was, moment. Who, sorry. Go ahead. Well, that moment with JJ was like 
a big turning point, I think, for him in the season. Because up until that point, he was, like, really selfish. He's a selfish character to begin with. But, like, I can't remember. Was that That was after he took that money they stole and bought the... So no, like that he's, was before. He took the fall for Pope before any of that. That's oh, why he needed right, to that's find right. the he money so the bad because yeah. he had to pay his restitution. Yeah. It was, it was like this moment in their friendship where he, he knew that he had no way of getting out, and mm-hmm. like, it just it sucks because then everything JJ goes through and Pope runs out on his interview, mm-hmm. it's it's just for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, you know, like, the timing. It's like, oh, he needs it. But it's like, could you not say I have to step out and make a phone call or something? Right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I need to, this is an emergency. I just remembered something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been in a treasure hunt situation like that. But <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about JJ was, like, he is a little bit more complex than the first couple episodes yeah. portray, I think. Like, the whole dynamic between him and his dad like oh. he he wants so badly for his dad to care about him it's even so though his sad. dad is a like drug addict piece of crap beats the yeah. hell out of him you know oh. like there's there's that scene where he's his dad is super messed up when he's trying mm-hmm. to steal the key to the boat mm-hmm. off of his necklace and he's like out of his mind messed up and he's telling jj how much like how he's proud of him and all this stuff and that's like the only time he's probably ever heard that. And it's when he's messed up. Yeah. And the scene where like he buys all that stuff with that money mm-hmm. and they all think that he was just being classic JJ, just being mm-hmm. selfish. And then he breaks down because he had just gotten uh, the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. And his dad was basically going to do the same thing with the money. Yeah. So, yeah. It was. And they don't reveal in that JJ's dad is abusive until like episode three or four. And so you think that he's just this lunatic kid with this gun running around. Like that's in episode one is that he's like firing off this gun. Right. Which in turn starts this huge battle between the two classes of kids. Right. But it's just, you can't help but feel sorry for him. He's like, there's that kid in every show. Like, you know, that, like on Boy Meets World, what's his name? Sean. Mm-hmm. You just, or Jesse in Breaking Bad, you just want him to do good, but it's like right. almost like he can't because he's right. just only known pain. Right. And but I there just want to hug where, him. There are a lot of times where he does do, you can tell that he is concerned about doing the right thing. Yeah. And like being a good friend. Like he has a lot of good. He's uh, so loyal. A, good, a lot of good traits to him. And I don't know. It's just, it's this interesting dynamic between him, like, wanting so hard not to be known as the same guy that his dad is and doesn't mm-hmm. want to turn into his dad. But, like, there's a lot of a lot of points in the show where they're like, uh, you know, he's in jail or, like, he's in trouble and they say, Look, looks like you're living up to your family name, huh? Yeah. Or something. And I don't know. That would that would suck. To have that to would suck, yeah. Live in the shadow of someone else's mistakes like that. Right. But who is your favorite character? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I had a favorite character. I think if I, I mean, John B, because he's the main character, but Mm, his face was kind of, I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people think he's like so attractive. I could not get over his like smushed nose and it just like really (laughs) made it hard for me sometimes. But I, 
I really did like JJ. I liked as a character, he I think had the most layers. Yeah. Like he just had the most like dynamic writing. Like Pope is this kid who's smarter than everyone in his family. So his family's trying to get him out and he screws up the opportunity. Yeah. Like that's right. kind of it. Right. Kiara is the girl from the other side of the tracks. She's hanging out with the bad boys and she feels guilty, blah, 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 blah. And she's like stupid annoying because she's always just like, what about pugs? And they're like, what about them? You're not even one of us. And it's right. like <laughs> this weird thing that she's like super loyal to them, which is fine. But she was never always a part of that group. And so it's like she's trying to prove this over and over. And it's kind of just like a dead end writing for her. I Well, think. I mean, she couldn't fit in with the kook class yeah so like they were they took her in which that's why she was so loyal right right but it I, yeah it was hard for me when she would be like what about pogue life like yeah she would, the whole thing was like she would go back to her like soft life basically right and her huge John house. living in a shack by himself jj's yeah. dad is abusive and Pope's family are like working class yeah like, they're like struggling to get by busting, yeah busting but all the time so uh, yeah, her dynamic was strange. I don't really know what purpose she served other than just like sexual tension. <laughs> right. And that's almost, it's really annoying for me too. I don't want to be like all feminist and stuff, but it really seemed like her only purpose to serve in the group was for the like tr love triangle between all the boys. And yeah. John B even says that in the very beginning, we all have a thing for her. Right. And so there's a point in the, whole season where they all try and like make a attempt to be with her right and she lands on pope i don't know why it's yeah. cute like they're cute together but it's like i think i hope they give her a more rich story in season two yeah like hopefully. i just hope her only purpose isn't to serve just for this like she kind of got a little bit more with sarah and her like like knowing what went on with them and stuff. Yeah. But it's still kind of lame. It's just, it's not even good girl drama. It's just like, you didn't invite me to your party. <laughs> and like, that was it. Right. I was like, did she like leak your nudes or something? Like I thought it was going to be something like, <laughs> like legal. They made, they built it for like two episodes yeah. and she was just like, I don't know. It was like weird. And I was like, yeah. what? They had to explain how Sarah bails on people, which is, I don't know. I don't like her character. So, yeah, her story or like her character was annoying to me for the most, yeah. most part. Yeah. Her whole like whimsical, like I don't fit in with my rich family because I like love the turtles. That was like a thing <laughs> that they talked about. <laughs> that and was Kiara's thing. But that's what they went and did, right? They right. went and like let the turtles out. And she's like, it was she the best just, day of my she life. Just didn't, she didn't like her rich family because she didn't like that her life felt like planned out for her already. Yeah. Which like, I could get that. I can get behind that. But uh, I don't know. I also just kind of in general, this doesn't have to do with any specific character, but <laughs> I have a hard time with um, these high school age kids, like shows about high school age kids doing very adult things like yes just like being gone all the time yes and, like I get it I get it more for like the pogues where they you know might not have as much supervision and definitely John B he did like he lives by himself but he literally had nobody right but and JJ these, these kids that like 
they're like driving around drinking these super nice car, like yeah. drunk driving a $80,000 car or something. And or like, they're technically 16 in the sh- 16 and I think the oldest one was 20 yeah. in the show. Like I know that high school kids I drink and drive and I know that like it's not an unheard of thing for them to have really nice cars like if their family is well off but it's hard for me to get on board with that because I like didn't know any of that when I was that age like well and I think it's just so elevated in the show right but like none of my friends not even like the kids that were from really like quote unquote I hate the word rich it's so like I don't know it's it's lame but you know really (laughs) wealthy families they weren't driving brand new like jeep rubicons to school or whatever right but i don't know we also live in the midwest it doesn't matter well i'm just saying they like the places that they're living the place where it takes place um is like where people have their like second or third beach house like these people have money yeah but they all went to high school on that island yeah i don't know i'm just saying that no i agree with you i know they had to like super dramatize both sides to uh hammer home like the difference between the two classes of people yeah. that lived on the island but it was weird um but it's yeah it's like just, just so girls, unrealistic right the girl sarah was like i think she was 16 or yeah. something um but yeah would just like up and leave they took a ferry to the mainland to go she to i'm staying at my friend's <laughs> house <laughs> right i don't know i don't know if that ever works i never snuck out when i was in high school but it just it like that's what I was saying at the beginning like I get like it worked so well for like John B and his friends because it added that level of like my parents are gone or my parents suck and I want them to love me it like showed that very much and with Sarah and her brother and like them it's just like that they're almost so spoiled that they don't have any supervision or that right. they can like buy Coke and like their parents don't care if they're like all drinking at this like big fundraiser for the whole <laughs> island. <laughs> that was but funny, it, yeah. It's just like if people actually live like that, I I just am unaware of it. Yeah. But I just think it's stupid. It's right. like the same thing with the vampire diaries, and I know that's a stupid show, but they put them in these super adult situations where you're living alone as a mm-hmm. 15-year-old and you're like uh, I have like the house to myself. I'm like driving my car. I'm like, who's paying your bills? Like who's paying your car right. bill? Who's paying your phone bill? Like it's just, I know it's for TV, but it's frustrating. There's a lot of hand waving that goes on. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she, her character, I think was also weak because of that. Um, And that plot line of her being like, I just push people away when they get too close is stupid. They do, they write, they as in, media writes that for women a lot and it's women girls that are like 16 they write that a lot too and it's so annoying because up until that point she had a great relationship with her dad Mm -hmm. like the relationship with her dad changes the last like few episodes but she doesn't have any reason to not want like people in her life her mom is gone her it's her stepmom but we don't know anything about that right i don't know if they've ever if they ever explained it and her brother is like the biggest douchebag I've ever seen in my living life. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like an odd offhanded way for her to be this like quirky, like hipster person. Yeah, I, I, could, I felt like they put a lot of emphasis on that point of her character. Yeah. And it didn't really 
make sense why other than it to, added nothing other than to cause like the tension of yeah. between her and Kiara being like why like are you going to hurt John B yeah and then also to kick off the chain of events of her like breaking up with her boyfriend to be yeah. with John B because her yeah. boyfriend was like suffocating they needed they needed that I guess but I don't know they, her boyfriend they, being suffocating was literally enough of a reason right like yeah, they, didn't they didn't need have to, to add say, that like this is a thing about me it could right. be like, bro, you are suffocating me. Because yeah, he and was. he played that well. Like he did it well because he's like, I love you so much. And there's, you know, he was, do- he thought he was doing it out of love. Like I, right. I thought his character was what really good. Was his name Trip or something? Because you <laughs> Topper. Could- <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the show or did you just read about it? No, I did. But all of their names are so like weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating. Um. Yeah, but he was like kind of the reverse of JJ where his friend, um, Sarah's brother, I don't remember his name either because he was so annoying. I didn't Who even are you talking it. about? Whose brother? Sarah's brother, the drug Rafe. addict. Rafe. Oh, yeah. Rafe. Okay. Um, he is friends with Topper, Sarah's yeah. ex, and he is just a maniac. And they set that up for season two for him to be this completely. Yeah, he unraveled. Holy cow. Completely caveat. unraveled. And so Topper is seeing these chains of events of what's happening and Topper is kind of taking on some of these same like characteristics like in episode one where he tries to like drown JB. Right. And he has this battle where he's like, I don't want this to go further. And he's like kind of in the same position as JJ where he's like trying to make these different choices and trying to like get out of this like cycle that he's in. And like when they sink the boat, he's like, don't press charges because he knows what's going to happen to the kid, like to JJ. Right. Right. And his mom's like, no. You swim with trash, you become trash or whatever that stupid saying right. is. <laughs> yeah, I, I do wish that they would have um, emphasized that struggle in him. Yeah. It's like, you could kind of see, he was like, no, let's not just beat the crap out of this kid at a golf course. Yeah, with a golf club. But then he does. Like, he doesn't yeah. even think, he's like, hey, Rafe, let's just go. And he's like, no, F this guy. And he's like, all right, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, Good point. there was not much of an attempt there. Yeah, and the until thing with the like boat, the last like, episode. You know, the last episode, he kind of turned the corner, but it was still only just because he was trying to prove to Sarah that mm-hmm. he loved her. Loved her, yeah. And like, he thought he was like this big shot romantic for doing it. But He's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, it's not because you did the right thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. Season two, maybe he'll come around or something, or maybe he won't even be in it, but we'll see. I just think it was better writing than what they gave for Sarah. Like they set oh, yeah. him up for more of a like internal dialogue, I guess. Right. Um, whereas she's just kind of like a one note. Yeah. I don't know. She was just from the beginning. I knew I wasn't going to like her. <laughs> okay. So who is your least favorite character? I mean, the show you want to hate the dad. I yeah. didn't like him from the beginning because I got weird vibes from him and I knew right. I couldn't trust him. I was kind of skeptical about the sheriff for a while. They I did didn't all, know they, who to trust. They tried really hard to paint the police in the bad light. Yeah. And I think there is some there is some story there. Like they made a yeah. few references to like uh, the cops being in certain people's pockets. Um, yeah. For a while, I thought the African-American sheriff was a bad guy. Yeah, the main turns, like sheriff girl. Right. And then yeah. they make it they make it seem like her partner is also corrupt in some way. Um, yeah. 
there's that still needs to unravel a little bit, but I don't think there's any notable yeah issues there. But so I mean, obviously through the show, I want to hate the dad. I mm-hmm. hate Rafe. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. You're supposed mm-hmm. to not like him. The people you're supposed to like that I don't like, Sarah cannot. Oh, <laughs> I am so sad that she ended up being like a huge point plot and is like, you know. Is it because she spells her name with an H? I mean, that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also, I think the relationship with her and John B was super I don't want to say forced because they kind of set it up from the beginning that he's like got this thing for her. Mm-hmm. But it like goes from like zero to like a 90 degree angle so quick that she's like, I'd rather die than be without you. And I'm like, yeah, that, where did that come from? That was a little bit much for me. <laughs> Writing like that in general is too much for me. Yeah. It's just like no one speaks like that, especially <laughs> right. when you're actually about to die. Exactly. When you're 16. Yeah. And you've known this kid for two weeks. Exactly. You know, I don't really know what the time scale of the entire show was, but it was not a very significant amount of time, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say Sarah was probably my least favorite. And then Kiara came in second, maybe. And that weird lady with no eyes really freaked me out. The oh, old yeah. lady that couldn't shoot the gun. She Yeah, she's oof. blind. That was creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um I, my least favorite character was either drug dealer guy or Rafe. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just because they were they were so annoying, and just like unreasonably causing like they they just mm-hmm. caused too many issues. I felt like mm-hmm. for no um, reason. And Topper was like super annoying to me. I mm-hmm. every scene he was in, I couldn't stand. And I think it's because he was obviously way older than the age his character was. Yeah. Like, I had to look up how old he was because it was bothering me. He's 23, which, like, that's how it works. Like, they, they cast, yeah. like, 20-year-olds to play high schoolers or whatever. But his was, like, too obvious. Like, Rafe I mean, was Rafe was 20 in the show. I don't know how old he is in real life. But, like, I feel like by 20, you can get a, a pretty good build on you, you know? But, like, yeah. at 16... Topper was way too jacked for a 16-year-old. Like, yeah, and his, like, facial structure was, yeah, like, he was an obvi- adult. He's obviously 23 and just <laughs> shaved for this show. Shaved his entire body. Um, <laughs> but, like, his character, aesthetics aside, his character was super annoying to me. I couldn't stand yeah. him in any Suffocating way. was a good word for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, I, I don't know. It's not because... I didn't like him because of his character, not like because of his acting. He played the role super well, I think. Yeah. Like, just like the blind, suffocating, like, can't see what I'm doing wrong, but I'm doing mm-hmm. everything wrong mm-hmm. in a relationship type character. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't stand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. But I hate people like that in the real world, too. So <laughs> it does have a huge, like, um, it has a colorful cast of personalities. And it does. Obviously, that causes a lot of contrast and issues and especially between like JJ and Rafe and Topper and this now drug dealer guy with the Ducati. I was like, <laughs> can we not? Every time Rafe did a Papa Wheelie, I was like, oh my gosh, I yeah. can't. I can't. Stupid. But th- that'll, <laughs> we yeah, did that, like the show. <laughs> that'll be an interesting plot point how like the drug dealer now knows that Rafe killed the cop because he says, I own you. Oh yeah. At the end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Rafe just can't catch a break. Not that he deserves one, but he just keeps falling into issues with this drug dealer. Like if he just stopped speaking, he would be fine. Right. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up just in terms of like frustrating things about the show. I guess this falls in the things we didn't like category. Okay. I couldn't get on board with like John B running from the cops when they thought that he was... They thought that he had attacked um, the cop ward or yeah, when they, they thought that he had killed the cop, like I get that they were trying to make it seem as though if he went in and said what happened, um, ward would like bury him somehow because yeah. he's so rich, blah, blah, blah. Or like you can't trust the cops. But yeah, I really feel like like Sarah was there. Sarah was an eyewitness. Yeah. And the jury doesn't look kindly on cop killers. And so if someone said, I didn't do it, Rafe did it. And then the sister said, yeah, Rafe did it. My brother. Yeah, I'm an eyewitness. Like the dad would have contested it, but I I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like, I feel like he would have been fine if he would have just, and like he was going to do it. But then like he was only going to do it before he realized they were looking for him as the suspect. Yeah. Which like I get that would, spook you right but yeah i I would still i don't know i don't know what i would have done in that situation but i feel like i would have played the odds of the legal system (laughs) right and they introduced the like it wasn't the fbi but for the sake of it i'm gonna call it the fbi it was like sbi but i don't know what that is oh i had to look it up i think it's like the state bureau of it's like the fbi but at a state level which is okay So they bring the, because at this point, like the manhunt for John B on this tiny island is like, I don't know, four or five days. And he's just like ducking them. That's another thing that I'm like, no, that's not true. Right. But for the sake of the show, I will believe it. I mean, they had to get like two or three episodes out of it. Right. (laughs) Which those were stressful though. They were. They were stressful. So, and that's also, if this was being run right, they'd bring the friends in. They would be searching the friend, like... Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of loose ends there. But they bring this FBI guy in, and that's when Sarah comes in, and she's like, he did it. Like, he didn't do it. My brother did it, and the dad's there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's bipolar. And you can see that the FBI is like, I want to talk to her, though. Yeah. And then she leaves. She, right. like, escapes. If so she would have just stayed. Yeah. Right. So it's like, that's where it's like, super frustrating because it's like if you guys would just take a deep breath right it plays into them like not trusting adults and authority because of their lives but if you would just try and see what would happen right you're already screwed right (laughs) (laughs) and because because then at the end when john b comes on the radio and is like you did this to me he i think he already the fbi guy already knew that john b didn't do it like right or that he's like, I want to look into this a little bit more. Right. But yeah, that was so maddening. I was right. like, stop. Or when they go to the church, I'm like, what are you doing? Just mm-hmm. stop it. Just, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did like the show though. We're talking a lot of trash right now for some reason. Uh, yeah. What did you think about like the whole treasure hunt aspect of it? I, I liked think, it. I think the treasure hunt part of it was my favorite part of the show. And yeah. that, I think it was written that way, you know, like it, yeah. that was the only thing that you were like working towards the whole time. Yeah. And so the it, last um, couple episodes were frustrating because like they had found it, 
you know? Yeah. And then the dad took it. Yeah. And then he was like, well, now what? But I, I see what they're doing. I see how they're trying to set up the second season. But um, yeah, the, the treasure hunt, like the mystery of that was my favorite part because I was trying to mm-hmm. figure it out myself. I was, um, I always get annoyed with like little details of shows out of stupidity of the character. So like when they find, you know, their first like three or four bars and they melt it down right. to like a hunk, just knowing like they're like, it's worth $400 million. I'm like, that's probably when it sunk. If you guys like, that's not even like valuing at like today's estimate or that it's like super old or that it's like right. a mystery and they melt it down to just like a wad of gold. It's still worth a lot of money, but I'm like, you guys are shortchanging yourselves here. And it was yeah, like but really you, stressing me out. You know why they had to do that, right? Yeah, because then people would know that they found it. Right. But I was just like, why can't you just take... Um, that's the thing. Everything was... It felt so rushed because right. they're kids. But I'm like, if you would just like wait like a week or two, you could think through some ideas, get Pope in here, start like <laughs> some like logistics, right. get off the island maybe, and then right. like go cash it in and be like, whatever. But that was... I love the treasure hunt. I mean, like, I like National Treasure as a movie, so... Easy there. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was... It was... Um, it was... Re- I don't know where I'm going with this. It was just, like, it was very stressful, but not in the same stressful way that, like, the end of the show is. Right. So... Mm-hmm. The um, scene in the well, really... I can't... No claustrophobia where he's like crawling through the like cement bricks oh yeah (laughs) anytime i see in in a show like someone moving through a cramped space where they can't Mm -hmm. turn around Mm -hmm. i'm hella claustrophobic so that like (laughs) makes my stomach turn Uh uh-huh um and then like when he was at the bottom of the well and he's like oh i think i found something and he grabs the jaw of that guy that the lady killed probably i knew the minute he said i found something i'm like it's not what you think man yeah that's what i said too yeah yeah okay so what are some things that you did like about the show um the general like treasure hunt yeah like i said um trying to piece together all the like what happened to his dad. That's that was another thing. Like I wish that that wouldn't have resolved itself in the first season. Yeah. Because now I really don't know like what the mystery is going to be of season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, trying to piece together like who was in on what. Like were the cops corrupt or whatever. Um, that was did the, fun. the cops know from the beginning about the dad. Right. That was the fun part of the show for me was yeah. like trying to figure out all the dynamics of who is who and like who knows what and all this. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I really liked. I liked it more as it went on. Like I liked the di- the storyline for JJ um, and even John B that he's like. It's just, it kind of sucks that he's like been living on his own and he's like, I'm clearly doing fine, but they're like, no, we need to take you into like child custody. And it's like, I don't know what the like laws and stuff is, but it's like at that point, can't you be like legally granted? You know, if you're 16 or 17, I think you can at that point be like emancipated or whatever. Yeah. Your parents have to sign off on it though. If you don't Uh have parents, then you can't do it. Oh, um, so I liked his storyline. Like it was so... It was good when they went into the like office and he's like looking at all that stuff and he's just like 
they're just kids and it's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked JJ's storyline and what else? That's about it. All right. I like the plot as a whole though, but like yeah. the, pl- the show is supposed to be frustrating. Right. So like there's not a lot of like relief. And so like JJ offers like a lot of comedic relief and he offers a lot of like of this like uh, growth in the show. I liked <laughs> yeah. all of the I liked all the dynamics with the characters like Pope and JJ are super funny together because they're like complete opposites. They would right. I don't know if they'd be friends in real life. Right. Um, and like even the acting is so good. Yeah, that's, it is. It is really good. That because was that's thing why I, was I thought it was a documentary because it is so natural. Mm-hmm. Like some of their like offhanded remarks to each other or their like banter between the guys is just I wonder if it's improv because it's just so right. It's so clean. Like I'm like, there's no way they could have written it to be as like natural and smooth as right. they do it. Apparently the guy that was cast for John B, they cast him like two days before they started shooting. Really? Yeah. He was like a dead end, like had no prospects, whatever. And they were trying to cast him for this part and he didn't want to do it because he thought it was going to be like a remake of the Goonies. Like he didn't want any part of, like he wanted to be on Broadway or like do really serious roles or whatever. But he had like no, no work basically. And so then he, his agent finally convinced him to fly to New York. He was living in LA, fly to New New York for the audition and they cast him for it. And then they're like, yeah, so we start shooting in like two days and they had to go to this, uh, dinner for netflix or something like the next day and he didn't have any clothes so he had to like the stylist for the show had to give him a wardrobe to wear to this event and then they started shooting so and now it's like the most talked about show right now i learned that from my girlfriend apparently that was on a podcast he was interviewed on or something but yeah yeah the show is everywhere i see it everywhere so that's incredible for Mm -hmm. him yeah yeah it's great um trying to think of other things that i really enjoyed oh yeah i liked how i liked the connection to like the old old timey world you know (laughs) yeah yeah i thought that was interesting i don't know i'm a sucker for that stuff so anytime they're like oh it's from the like 1800s or 1700s like that's so interesting to me and i think that's where i get like annoyed when i'm like don't melt it it's so old but like i get it (laughs) but like don't (laughs) Right. So overall for the plot, um, I think we've already talked about that, that we enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. And the things that we didn't like about it or like the things that frustrated us, I think that was necessary. Like you said, like if it was just a treasure hunt, it wouldn't, it would have been boring. You know, if there wasn't like all this other chaos going on or like tension to keep you hooked in, uh, it would have been a pretty one dimensional lame show. So like, even though we say it was really frustrating, that was part of the ride like that we right. that I enjoyed, you know, like I mean, it's like Breaking Bad is so frustrating because you just you want have them to see to make right- you have to see the resolution. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's part of their characters that it's like people don't make good decisions and people are stupid and right. their consequences have act, like ramifications not always right away. And that's right. what this show showed that like Rafe or not Rafe Topper trying to drown John B like had ramifications all through the whole episode. 
It's like a, I mean, it's obviously like a subplot of the story, but like that whole thing just like would explode at random points and you're just like, stop. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Or they'd be going to do something and Topper would just like show up and you're like, oh God, no. And you just know, you know, it's all messed (laughs) up. You know, it's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. It's supposed to be that way. Right. So is there anything that you would change about it? Um, I changed Sarah's storyline. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with her just being like her character without, but being without that, like, I just like push everybody away, like moody, broody, like, I don't know. It's just stupid. And, um, I would change her kind of like, I mean, I don't know. I would just change her whole character. (laughs) Right. I would delete her <laughs> the show. <laughs> um, yeah. And I would probably change how quickly their um, connection was just mm. because that could have left good. That could have left for a good season two also that like maybe they aren't so connected. Maybe she doesn't get on the boat. Like I didn't think she was going to make it to when he left. I thought she was going to die. That would have been great. <laughs> That would have been a great storyline. But like, you know, or if she was like, ran out onto the dock and missed him by like a few moments. Right. I mean, that changes the whole story because then she's there and is wondering if he's alive. Um, But yeah, I just think it's like them being together, them being like, I'd rather die than like be without you. I'm like, well, you might, you might (laughs) die right now. (laughs) Right. It's just like, it's cheap, I think. Yeah, that part of it kind of was. Um, um, and I feel like it almost cheapens it. Okay, something else that I would change too. I feel like I'm harping on Sarah, but I think it's just the writers didn't really uh, flesh out her character well enough. Yeah. That episode one, John B. is like, we all like Key. They call her Key, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all like Key. Episode like three or four, he like max on her, makes a move on her and like kisses her. And then he's just like, never mind. Right. <laughs> I love Sarah. I'm going to die for her. Right. After spending one day at the museum with her. Right. It's the best day of my life. So I think writing like that, I would change because I don't know if, I don't know if writers do that because they're not sure if the show will get a season two. Yeah. And so they're like, let's pack all of this like progression in 10 episodes because I feel like it cheapens his friendship with Kiara, which they kind of like touch on a bit where she's like, Pogue life, loyalty, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) So I would just change that dynamic a little bit because they established such a good connection with the four main characters right away. And I Mm -hmm. feel like her, Sarah's storyline kind of just like wiggles its way in and she's like, I'm one of you now. Right. And it's just right. like, what? <laughs> Your family yeah. is the reason we are here. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's just like a, like a personal preference that I didn't think her storyline added much to it. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of depth there. I think it was a necessary connection though. Yeah. I guess to the, the family or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because her family, like, that's how he found like the missing link of like where the yeah. gold wa- gold was. Like yeah. he needed to get there. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, they could have fleshed that out a little bit more. I think the only thing that I really would have changed was the fact that they call him John B. The entire show. 
Yeah. Like, is B his no, last name? There's no, yeah, I think so. There's no other uh, Johns in the show. <laughs> and like being a kid that grew up being called Jake C my entire life because there was always five Jakes in every class I was in. Mm-hmm. Like it gets old. <laughs> and like if I was not in the presence of another Jake and they were calling me Jake C, I would be like, bro, my name is Jake. Yeah. My name is not Jake C. Yeah. Right? If it was like, I, I don't know that for some reason that bothered me like way too much. But anytime like the girl was like, I love you so much, John B or something. <laughs> like, what about yeah. John B? Like John F wasn't over there like, okay, but what about me? You know, it was like he was the only John. So just call him John. If John is too lame of a name, like all these other kids had Rafe, you know, like yeah. wild names. Give Topper. him a cool name too. Why do yeah. you call him John B? That yeah, and it's, was stupid to His me. dad was like John Sr., but they called him Big John. And then right. they called him John B, which is kind of the same thing. Um. But yeah, even in the presence of just like your friends or with your girlfriend in like a super intimate moment, she's like, I'm ready, John B. Like, mm. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that part bothered me a lot. And it's a it's a very minor detail, but I was not a fan of it. You have less things that annoyed you than me. Um, I mean, I think similar things annoyed me, but I I was not as annoyed by Sarah's character, like as a fixture of the show, as you were. Yeah. But whatever. I think that just the things that annoyed me were supposed to annoy me. Yeah. So it's like, what things would you change? Okay, I would delete the dad. I would delete the douchebag brother, and it's like, then you I don't have think a show. I would. De- I don't think I would delete them. What? Like I, I don't think I would take the dad out. The oh the dad's like a plot twist so like you need that in and it. I don't think I would change the brother th- like Rafe either because at the beginning he's just like he's annoying yeah yeah but then like his trouble catches up with him and then he breaks because he snaps like, all he wants is for like he wants so badly to be the man of the house and for his dad to mm-hmm. respect him mm-hmm. and like when he finally gets kicked out of the house that's when he realizes like I'm boned like I'm yeah. soft that's when he realizes yeah. it. Yeah. And so then like there's the I love parts of shows like this where you just like see complete psychological changes of a person. And mm-hmm. that's what happens here. Like he hits mm-hmm. a breaking point and completely unravels. Yeah. And that's like the dad Ward realizes that at a certain point. Like when they're both in the office and he yeah. approaches him and Rafe like backs off because he thinks his dad's gonna hit him. And then he's like, You know why I did that, right? Like like I you know, I'm the man now, or like I, yeah. you know, I protected you, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not worthless. That's yeah. when the dad like realizes, oh my gosh, like I broke him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> he, I think he even said that, like I broke Rafe or something. Yeah. Like, he, he, he took credit for it or ter- took responsibility for it, which I thought was in- interesting. But. The thing about the dad too is like the dad sucks and like you're, he's supposed to suck because he's like, the source of evil I would say in the show he's the right. source of conflict because right. without him pretty much none of this stuff happens right but he's talking it's interesting because like the wife his 
second wife or whatever knows everything and she's trying to help him justify all of this. You didn't have a choice. Like you're protecting us. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. What were you going to do? Go to court? I think so you should she, just kill him. I think she's the puppet master there. You think? That'd be yeah. an interesting season no, two. I, I really think that the dad is broken and he, see, he, like, he sees the same sort of like brokenness in his son. At, like yeah. he realizes that he's being manipulated because the the wife like like you said, she is very much like, what else were you going to do? You had no other choice. And he was like, no, I had these other choices. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, because then you wouldn't have gotten the money. Like, I know. like I think like, she's uh, pulling the strings. I really That do. would be a great story plot for season two. Yeah. Um, because the dad does show like parts, like you said, where he's like second guessing his what just happened, what just happened. But then he's like super manipulative. Like the thing on the boat when he's trying to prove, like be like, John B attacked me. Right. And it's like, man, I want to hate them all. Like I ragged on them <laughs> for an hour, but then the more you think about it, you're like, it's good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's all necessary. The only one is Sarah. Yeah. They could have, like, they could have, they could have given her some more density depth yeah Yeah, like everybody like i'm like man i hate rafe i hate him and you're like but look at all of this other stuff which is why you hate him i'm like man his character is so good i can't think of anything like that for sarah i hope they give her more in season two yeah and they might right okay so do you have any predictions for what's going to happen for season two besides what you already said yeah i don't really uh it's I like and I don't like how open they left it. Like, we mm-hmm. know that they're going to the Bahamas, which is where the gold is. Mm-hmm. Um, that was sort of hand-wavy to me, how that boat just, like, picked them up and that just happens to be where they're going. Yeah. Um, whatever. I can live with that. Uh, but, yeah, they, they didn't really lead much direction as to, like, what was going to happen with the rest of the characters. And I think they did that on purpose because, like you said, they might not know. They might not even know. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that's not an uncommon thing for writers to not exactly know where they're going to take it. Or, like, at After least have season. it fully fleshed out. Yeah. Um. Sometimes they write episodes, like, while it's happening. And, like, that happens more for, like, well-established shows that have, like, 20 episodes in a season. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't... I think the dad is going to get in trouble. Like, they, they basically mm-hmm. set that up to where, like, now they're going to be investigating him based on what John mm-hmm. B. said. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be... I think a major plot point and then just further fleshing out like the dynamics of like that family. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope that it doesn't just become like John B and Sarah in the Bahamas and like everything else gets left behind. Yeah. Um, Like, I think it's all going to have to link up at some point. I hope that somehow they make contact with JJ and Pope and key and they find a way Mm -hmm. to get down there to help them find the gold or whatever. But yeah, we'll see. It's really open. Um, I mean, it leaves it to be almost like a second treasure hunt again in a different sense. They're trying to find where this plane landed, where it's stashed, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I think season two with the dad being investigated might show us more of how the police are like corrupt or how he's got like police on his side to maybe hide evidence or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about uh one of my favorite things is at the end when JJ yells at the like cop like that kind of second main cop partner mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. and he's like you drove them into the ocean 
Right. And you knew they would have to go out and you killed them. Yeah. Like that moment, I was like, <gasps> I just like started sobbing. Mm -hmm. I just had to mention that because I feel like I keep talking about how bad it is. But <clears throat> those like moments with JJ are just like so good. Yeah. Oh, he's a good actor. Yeah. Um. So yeah, season two, I think they're going to do those two things. I really hope that like you said it's not just like john b and sarah like macking in the bahamas and doing this whole thing by themselves i hope somehow pope can still get into college and still gets his scholarship somehow yeah. but i also kind of don't but then have to i don't want them off. to because then he'd be, he'd be gone he'd be at school that's true yeah no i think i think pope burned his chance you think? Yeah. I mean, I think I kinda... that's gonna, I think that's going to be a big plot point too. Is like because that whole season was like that was what he was most concerned about, right? Yeah. And now I don't think he has that, so they're gonna he's gonna become a new character essentially. And he kind of broke a little bit too there for a while when he smoked like all that weed, and he's right. like, <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know, I'm like you now, JJ, and JJ's like, welcome. <laughs> he smoked all the weeds. Yeah. Um. Let me think. I think, yeah, I think the biggest plot line is just going to be about the dad being investigated. I don't, and like Rafe in this like drug dealer, I don't know really what it's going to be. Um, It's hard to know. I think Rafe is going to, It they're kind of setting it up that Rafe is going to be like taking the same path as his dad. He does these things. He justifies them for good reasons. He kind of sweeps them under the rug. Mm -hmm. Another big thing comes up. So I think things like that are going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he's just going to completely blow up the island. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so, that was our uh, our general thoughts yeah. and our predictions for Outer Banks. Hopefully... Um, we didn't mean to sound like we didn't like the show. Like if, if no, you've seen it, like if I you've really seen did. it, you understand that yeah. like it's very frustrating, but it's like an, it's a very necessary dynamic to the show. Yeah. And it's part of it what ropes so you good. in. Um, and hopefully if you haven't seen it, we've convinced you to watch it and didn't completely ruin your experience. And yeah. if you haven't watched it and you wanted to, and you're still listening, uh, I don't feel bad for you because we warned you. So there's that. <laughs> um, yeah. Every, yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. With everything you said. So every week, Jake and I do a go-to. Um, like I said, this was Jake's go-to last week. So do you have a go-to uh, this week? I do. Is it another show? It is. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it? Um, this week, my go-to is the show Dead to Me. Oh, okay. This is another show that my girlfriend convinced me to watch with her, and I got super sucked into it's basically the whole thing is basically a murder mystery. So, so there's, there's should I two, watch this? There are two seasons of this on Netflix. The new season Ooh. just came out uh, like last week, I think. And we watched the entire thing in basically a, a day, a little over a day, I think. I don't know. It's not that long, but it's easy to like burn through a bunch of episodes because of all the cliffhangers. So um, I recommend that one. It'll last you a little bit longer because there are two seasons. Um, it's pretty juicy. Um, big cliffhanger at the end of that one too so so should i watch it and then we recap that episode this is our <laughs> new show <laughs> you could if you want we'll see what people say about our outer banks because i think it was just an hour of me ragging on one character 
Yeah, you'll find but you'll find characters to rag on in Dead to Me too. I'm sure. I've heard that it's good, so I do need another show now that Outer yeah. Banks is on hiatus. Yep, that's a good one. What's your go to this week? Um, my go to this week is I can't say her last name, Katie Sonier. Sonier workouts because I am depressed and not training for an Ironman right now. Um, mm. I texted your girlfriend and I said, "What that thing do and how do I get it?" And she said, (laughs) All right. She said, Okay, I'm not even joking. We did the first episode or episode. (laughs) We did the first workout, and I was like, If I don't have a body like Lauren, I quit right now. (laughs) So, uh, they, this Katie girl, she offers a seven day free trial. So I was like, I'm going to try it for seven days and I'm going to make Ashley do it with me. And, um, the first day was like glutes and legs, and I am still sore. That's every day of the work of the program, by the way. Those stupid hip thrusts. It's all glutes. Not all of it, but like the main focus is posterior chain stuff. So, Which is fine because that is a really weak point on my body, especially with... It's like everybody's weakest point, I think. <laughs> um, with training for the Ironman, my hips got super weak. And so it's really working those spots that I need strengthened back up. So that's great. Her upper body um, worked a lot of the same muscles that my swim workouts would have worked. So um, just kind of strengthening those back up, which is nice. It only takes me like a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing a lot of weight right now because... I have not lifted in a a year, and I'm not trying to break my back. Mm. But your girlfriend Snapchatted me, and she's like, do my hip thrust. And it was like 400 pounds, and I was like, "Mm, did the bar, what up? Yeah, she, uh, I have this like half joke that I, I started doing hip thrusts when she did this program. I had never done them before, really. (laughs) Um, But like, I can't stand the idea. I, this is so stupid. All right. And I know it is, and I feel bad admitting it. I hate seeing like these rail thin girls on Instagram hip thrusting like 400 pounds and I don't and like lunges are another weak point of mine for some reason Mm -hmm. like they hurt my back a lot and I have Mm -hmm. back issues from other things but like I see these really skinny girls or like not skinny but you know like lean lean girls that look like they weigh 100 pounds Mm -hmm. lunging like 70 pound dumbbells and I'm like I'm using like 55s Um, dude I'm using 20s so when she started doing these workouts I was like all right I'm kicking up my uh, focused (laughs) leg work and so now I'm like I do hip thrusts every week and I'm always like Lauren will send me a video of her doing like 300 305 or something for six I think is what she did this week and I was doing 305 for like 12 and I was like, ah, she's getting close. Like, she's almost stronger than me. <laughs> she's getting so I was there. like, I guess I better go up to 400 so you don't get stronger than me. I didn't because I, I don't care enough to like blow out my knees doing hip <laughs> thrusts. But I did, uh, I did up my reps on it. So, um, she's, yeah. she's going to catch me, I think. Like, she's Dude, getting she close. could crack a watermelon with those <laughs> quads. Thick thighs save lives, I guess. Yeah. But. So it's kind of a different, it's so different from like, both worlds I've come from is different from my crossfit and like lifting world not really lifting but like I don't like bodybuild lift Mm -hmm. you know like I don't do progressive overload which is what she does yeah and then I went to endurance which is like so far off of this and it's odd because it's like 
at max six movements. Mm-hmm. Like Monday was like a total of four or through four or five. Mm-hmm. And two of them are still hip thrusts. So I don't even know if that's a different movement. It's just one of them's on a box and one of them's on the ground. They're different. And I am, okay, I am so sore. I am so sore, which is good, but I'm like, I don't want to be sore. I want to be on the couch drinking my Trulies because <laughs> I started getting in those black can Trulies. Oh, yeah, you did. But yeah, so I would recommend her give it like a week try, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a week. Everyone needs something to do now and it doesn't take very long. And she has modifications for people who are at home. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm using some of, we have a full gym in our house, but I can, I do some of the modifications with banded stuff just because I don't want to lift heavy right now because the girl's weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so, uh, yeah. I, I will say I'm a. I like her programming um, for the most part. There are a few things that I question, um, but I'm not an expert, and she knows more than me, so it's fine. Um, her butt does not quit. It's it's pretty wild, not going to lie. Um, but I think like even her monthly, like once you get out of the trial, it's like 20 bucks a month or something, mm-hmm. which um, is really reasonable for, I feel like, the the quality that you're getting because you can like post to the Facebook group or whatever and mm-hmm. she she or her other trainer trainer will like give you critique which is really valuable like mm-hmm. i paid more i mean it's not monthly but i paid like 50 bucks for like just a canned program that i'm i've been working mm-hmm. through and that doesn't include like any support you know you just have to like mm-hmm. do it um mm-hmm. and i used to pay for monthly programming which i i really liked like i'm not there's some people that are really against paying for your programming online. I'm not I'm not that person. Like if it's mm-hmm. quality, I think it's worth it, but I used to pay like $50 a month for something similar. So I think she's actually it's a really uh good bang for buck what she's providing. So Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I'll let you know if I stick with it. You should. It's good for you. I mean, if I don't look like Lauren in 7 days, I don't want it. <laughs> So that's all I'm saying. It might not be my go-to anymore. (laughs) All right. We'll find out next week. (laughs) All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.